What's up, bro? How's it going? It's going good, man. I just I just left training. I'm on. Fuck out of here, Keelix. I hate you. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't train with you. What are you talking about? Oh wow. Sounds like sounds like some heat out there. Dude, we got me and Keelix have beef, bro. <laughs> well, Keelix first is of all, a beef boy, and I'm not having him in. Oh Jesus. Well, first of all, man, welcome to the show. Mind you, we up with oh, Mikey right. Sparkles. <laughs> We've already started? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It, like, as soon dude, as you jump in. going to get me so over. Dude, as soon as you jump in, it's, it's, it fucking it, it records. That's why I love Anchor, dude. Like, as soon as you jump in, it's basically like being on the phone dude. call. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't edit shit. I just let it be as it is. It's authentic. I love that. <laughs> uh but anyway, real quick, so guys, welcome to My GBF with Mikey Sparkles. Of course, I'm your host, Mikey Sparkles. This is probably the first episode um, that we're doing in the new year of 2022. Um, sorry, I have been MIA. Um, yeah, you know, life, I've been busy. Um, but anyway, I have uh, my first guest of the new year. Um, so a little confused. So we're going so. Where are we going by? Are we going by? Is it still Nick Anders? Is it is it Leighton Anders now? What's going on? So, my shooter name is Nick. Okay. And uh, me coming back. So I, I left for nine months, uh-huh. and me coming back is like me laying claim to the fact that I am a fucking professional wrestler now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to hold on to anything from the old me. Okay. I'm trying to be the professional wrestler, and so. Oh. With Leighton, Leighton was the street that I grew up on, and I was like, mm. "That's a cool name." So I was like, "Let's just let's change this shit and let, let's go with something different." So, okay, I feel that I I, I fucks with that. So we have we have Leighton Anders in the house now. Um, yeah, dude, I'm excited. So I've so ever so since you've come back, um, I've seen um, a few of your matches and just a few clips here and there. Um, Definitely a lot more intense than, uh, you know, your old persona. Um, right. And I say that because you and I have actually, like, wrestled before. Um, so, one, I'm excited to, like, have our rematch, especially in this new, you know, this new um, evolution of of Leighton Anders now. Like, it's I- I'm excited because what I've seen so far, it's aggressive. It's it's a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more raw, and definitely a little bit more scary. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm kind of so. like, I'm kind of like, should I sign a waiver before I get in the ring with this with this new Anders? Like, I'm a no, little nervous. No, no, <laughs> bro, it, it's like, so like I mentioned before, I was gone for for nine months, and mm-hmm. in those nine months, I was in denial. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I left was because I was dead broke. Um, didn't have a whole lot of support from family mm-hmm. and uh, I needed to figure some things out. So I, right. I got to work, decided to step away for a little bit and figure out my life. And in that time I was like a freaking rat in a cage, bro. Like I was so pent up and frustrated mm-hmm. that I knew that whenever I was able to come back, I was going to let everything out. I wasn't going to leave anything to be desired I was going to make sure that everything I did in that ring was with a purpose, with passion, with love for this business, because I fucking love it with my 
entire heart. Mm. And I just made sure that this time it's different, man. I'm not yeah, going to take this for granted anymore. Well, it, I definitely see it, dude. Like, I definitely see it for sure. Um, yeah. I see, I see, you know, with this new intensity having a ring, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you. So, so, you know, so the nine months that you did take off, um, was there anything else that you kind of discovered or that you were kind of working on in those nine months that you took away from, from the ring? Yeah. So there were a few things I knew I was going to come back at some point, but I didn't know when. So during that process, I worked a lot on uh, reading books and studying social anxiety and stage fright, Mm -hmm. um, as well as doing a bunch of uh, mixed martial arts training and uh, kickboxing and trying to become more uh, authentic, like you said, more raw, more real. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just I wanted to make sure that when I came back, I had eliminated my fear of being on a stage and people staring at me. And I wanted to make sure that I could fight, that I could go and that I could protect myself. Right. And just work. And then just figuring out my life, man, just uh, doing the shoot job BS and (laughs) trying to figure it out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like you kind of figure it out, dude. Like you, you've, you've cracked the formula. Um, (laughs) You know, a lot of people, yeah, of course, dude. Uh, Yeah. A lot of people, um, you know, forget, of course, you know, us as, uh, you know, rest, especially, you know, in the indie scene, you know, we're just, you know, we're starting to like, you know, get to that point of like, oh, you know, you you know, I, I feel like you're kind of like me, you know, if I get more than like two bookings a month, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, bitch, I'm doing some shit. This is um, legit, yeah. Yeah, like, so far, because um, I've seen you, you're, you know, you've been at, uh, you know, League of Lions, of course, which is your home promotion. Uh, which, of course, thank you again to League Alliance for having me uh, at last, no, this month. I was there, was it this month? Yeah, this month. It was. Yeah, so I was, I was, I made my return this month at League Alliance, had a great show, uh, loved so it. Um, uh, yeah, me, yeah, I did see you um, make your, make your little return here. Um, but you've been, you've been coming to Houston a lot and wrestling mm-hmm. on, what, what promotion is it, the Colorado's? So, yeah, um, Coliseo Houston. And, Coliseo and Houston, yes. It, it's been crazy uh, because I told myself this year that I mm-hmm. wanted to work 24 matches. That was my goal. Oh. I wanted to work twice a month, every month. Mm-hmm. And, bro, I've worked. I'm, I've already worked on five live events this year on the show uh, in January. And I didn't, even, I didn't even have the whole month. So it's like, it's surreal to be where I'm at right now and then fucking my fifth match or my, excuse me my fourth match back I wrestle on loco like mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense to me uh, <laughs> where things are headed but I know yeah. I knew that when I came back that Houston was the hotbed there were a lot mm-hmm. of guys down there that I knew that I respected and I was like okay it's time to grab a foothold on Houston and work mm-hmm. that work that territory work those shows be around those people so yeah, dude. Uh, Houston, Houston's like on fire right now. You know, um, you know. I'm thankful that I, I don't live terribly far from Houston, but you know, I, I'm still about an hour, maybe like an hour and thirty minutes away. Um, but you know, like I said, so you know, I would say the last two years, I would even, you know, right, right when the pandemic really started back in 2020, um, that you know that that arena, and I've talked about it several times on podcasts, uh, the Houston Premier Arena. 
I feel like has been a godsend and also a, a haven for, you know, up and coming wrestlers, for wrestlers, yes. you know, for people who are just trying to come and train. You know, they, they, uh, several of the promotions offer, uh, you know, training, you know, throughout the week and everything like that. Um, right. And not, and not just for wrestling. We, you know, um, if you want to become a ring announcer, if you want to become a referee, if you want to become, um, you know, even uh, it even gives people who want to start their own promotion, uh, you know, huh. a chance to, to do that. Yeah, there's because, like I said, the Houston Premier Arena, I believe, is home to about last time I checked. I think at one point it was like 12, maybe 13 different promotions that were not in that building. 12 is the number that I've heard. Yeah, um, including, including, you know, my own promotion, which, you know. I've recently, <clears throat> recently been gifted uh, fearless Congrats, for wrestling. By the way. Thank you. Uh, it's it's uh, you know it's like being like, hey, here's some debt, make it happen. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> all right. So you'll um, make it work, bro. You'll make it work. You know, hopefully, uh, I might have to get my OnlyFans page started so I can, you know, you know, <laughs> get some of these payouts paid. You know, um, do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, myself might have to sell some. Uh, you know, some, some of that sparkles drip. Uh, <laughs> but anywho, uh, but yeah, so it was gifted to me uh, about, you know, my friend who really helped me get in the business. Um, Alex Lane, um, Alexander yep. Frey, Tyler Crutchfield, this is his real name, whatever you want to call him, um, who had his last match this past weekend, so that was kind of bittersweet. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, yeah, he's he's awesome. Still, I still owe him an ass with him, with a bedazzled kendo stick. That still needs to happen. Uh, we will drag him back into the ring just for that ass whooping. Oh, yeah, dude. I told him. I was like, look, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how long it takes. This one-on-one match needs to happen. Um, yes. But, again, I, I say that to say that, like, the Houston Premier Arena has, has just really been home to helping, you know, all these up-and-coming uh, wrestlers. And, and I mean, I'm not even going to say wrestlers. Just, just you know, talent. Um help grow themselves, help mature their, you know, their, uh, their move sets, help them, you know, become more polished, more confident, yes. um, you know, and it's, it's really great. You know, we see, you know, talent like Chris Carter and uh, Mason Malice and Maniac and, um, you know, AWOL. And then we turn around and we're also able to see, you know, um, Hernandez. Like I just right. have, I happen to be in a battle royale and, you know, after I make my, you know, after I make my entrance, fucking Hernandez comes out. And I'm just like, wait, wait I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, did I just get eliminated by Hernandez? I'm like, yes, that just happened. Like, hold the fuck up. What just happened right now? What a um, nice guy, too. You know, he's super nice. Super nice. Matter of fact, speaking of Hernandez, I actually will be making my um, my debut at, oh, God. Is it RWR or AWR? AWR? Uh, AWR? I think it's AWR, yeah. So I'll, I'll be making my um, AWR debut um, February 26th in St. Marcus. I'm excited about that. Congrats. Thank you, sir. Um, but anyway, getting off topic. <clears throat> uh, so I say all that to say that the Houston Premier Arena and, and Houston and, and all the surrounding areas, you know, Houston, Austin, you know, has a really good, um, you know, wrestling base. Dallas has a really good wrestling base as well. Yeah. Um, of course, we're not too far from Mexico. A lot of the boys have been going to Mexico lately. Um, it's just really good to just see, like, the flood of new talent and new faces. And, you know, for these guys to get opportunities that normally, you know, you have to, you know, some, 
especially in this business, you kind of have to like kiss a little ass to be like, hey, man, I'm just trying to get on or whatever, you know, but, you know, I, I really, you know, commend you for really like, because you, because I feel like you and I did the same thing. I took a step back as well and stopped taking some bookings. I started going to training and I, I mean, when I say training, I went back from the beginning to learning the basics. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's what you need to do. Yeah, dude. I had to humble myself. Need to do, man. Yeah, dude. I had to humble myself because I was, I was, I was starting to get in my like head about things like, why am I not getting booked more? Like, why I got to kiss ass for bookings? Why the only booking I'm getting is my own damn promotion? Like, this is bullshit. But then I was like, well, how's my cardio? How's my mic skills? How's my in ring skills? What's you know? What are my go to move sets? Like, what's you know? Hold up, Michael. Back the fuck up. How about you go have a seat? Figure it out. You know, just just humble yourself and then come back to this after you've you've taken, you know, a reflection of yourself. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, like I, and I tell I tell guys from time to time, we I feel like we all have to do a reset. Be like, oh, yeah, like I'm getting bookings. I'm going to New York. I'm going here. I'm going here. And then, like, you know, we, next thing you know, we're we're skipping, you know, four or five, you know, weeks of practice. I'm like, oh, like, what's hold on now? We're, you know, why, why don't you come yeah. to training? What's going on? Look, uh, like, I, I, let me cut in because, like, mental health in professional wrestling is everything. Professional wrestlers primarily are broken mm-hmm. people. Oh, yeah. um, I am a fucking mess of man. And I neglected that a lot in my first run. Mm-hmm. And I, there were things that I would say yes to, and I would allow people to walk all over me. And I would just put myself in these situations where it's like you get what you deserve because you weren't standing up for yourself, you know. Right. And uh, like you said, you have to kiss ass, but there's a way that you can kiss ass without degrading yourself. And Agreed. and that's by being like, let me be of service to you. My mm-hmm. service is valuable. Let me help you out in any way that I can. Oh, also, I'll do it for free. Right. And then that's a way that you can help people without degrading yourself. And I feel like in my situation, I allowed myself to kind of get degraded by some folks and um it kind of made me jaded and i didn't take care of that and it made me quit Mm -hmm. and uh you know self-doubt self-hate um you you start to believe what people say about you you start to believe that maybe you you suck maybe this isn't for you Mm -hmm. oh you're some you're some dumb broke kid you're never gonna make it you know you start to believe those things Mm -hmm. and like you got to watch out for that. You have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to fight for you. You have to fight for your dreams. Pro wrestling is hard. And you, you is, just got to do it. You got to do it. It is. Um, it, it, it's definitely a mental grind for sure. Um, like yeah. like you said, most of the boys, most of the girls in there, we, you know, you got to be some sort of crazy to like want to like put yourself through that. Like, hey, I just, it's Saturday. I feel like being thrown around a ring, possibly through a table, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's for a lot of, you know, a lot of guys, stuff, you know, especially for me, um, when I've even had a, a, a wrestler here as well, Maniac, you know, we talked about, you know, the mental therapy that wrestling provides for some people. You, you see that with my character, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is my character. I, I am Leighton Anders, the fighter. Mm-hmm. I want to fight. Every time I go out to the to the ring, like, literally, I would die in there. And I would mm-hmm. die with a big fucking smile on my face. You can go back and you can watch my match at Loco. 
dude posted me, threw me onto the ring post. I said, fuck it. I dove head first. Because mm. in my head, I was like, I'm going to do anything I can to get the point across that I am here to fight and I will fucking bleed and die for this business. Right. And it's, it's like you said, we're fucked up. And it's <laughs> fucked up what we do. We go out there and we torture our bodies for fun because we love mm. them. Yeah. And it makes no sense. But man, I mean, it's you like, know, it, makes, it makes sense to us. <laughs> and there's something about it. Like when you go to the back after you've had a, a decent match or a match you were happy with, it's just there's this feeling. And it's just like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's no explaining. It's just love. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, I'll even say it's like an addiction, you know? Yep. Uh, it's an addiction, man. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm sick in my head because I love wrestling. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's helped me be more confident. It's, it's, it's a form of therapy for me. It's also just a form of like, you know, uh, community as well. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, we're, you know, even though I feel like wrestling is a small community, but it's also big as well. And like, hundred percent, you know, it's, there's, it's, it's filled. It's, it's like a family. There's, there's, there's so much love and there's so much support there. And, you know, occasionally, you know, you know, some of us get in our heads and, you know, there may be a little beef here and there between this guy, this guy, but at the end of the day, we're all, you know, when it comes to like having to like get in that ring and be professional, like, you know, all beef aside, we're like, Hey, look, I don't particularly like you outside of this, but it's not about you and I, it's about the respect and integrity of this business. And yes, I'm going to go out there and work you like a professional and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I love wrestling. It's, it's a community. It's, it's therapy. It's, it's home. Um, you know, it's just so many things to so many people. And, and that's why I really, really love wrestling. It, I mean, pro wrestling to me is literally everything I could have asked for as a kid. It, it was my safe space as a kid mm-hmm. growing up. That That's what I went to when I was struggling. And like now I want to, I want to go ahead and give him his flowers, but man, fucking Chris Preston, mm-hmm. um, the, the head trainer at League of Lions, he runs the promotion, he runs the shows, he does it all here. Um, like you said, having that family and that community in the locker room, that's something he created here, and you can attest to that. Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 it's so warm, the locker room. It's so welcoming. Everybody's so loving and kind. Yeah, you have a few people in there that maybe not so much, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's a family. Everybody gets it. Everybody wants to help each other. They want to see you succeed and grow. And there's no ill will. And Chris, as a person, as a trainer, as a professional wrestler, is A+. plus. Like, this dude, this dude is so fucking underrated, man. And he does not get the credit he deserves mm-hmm. uh, in professional wrestling. What he's done for East Texas, what he's done for Texas wrestling as a whole, the talent he's brought up, the talent he's put on his shows. Like, this man is, he's wrestling God, straight up. Like, and he's one of the good ones. Like you said, he's one of those people that has created a good positive environment for other professional wrestlers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Every time I come, you know, uh, the few times I've been to League of Lions, nothing but love. My first time there, you know, I was a little nervous because I was like, yeah, but, you know, of course I knew most of the boys there. Um, yeah. But, you know, just going to, you know, any new place or, you know, venue or making your debut somewhere, you know, you're always a little nervous because you're just like, oh, God, like, is the crowd going to like me? How the boy is going to be today? Like, right. you know, who, you know, who am I you working? Know. Yeah. How many times is the car going to change before it actually happens? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Golly, man, that sucks. Yeah, dude. Cards uh, change, bro. Dude, always, always. always. Um, so seeing seeing the uh, card changes. So, um, I actually recently uh, got in touch with uh, one of the bookers for Houston. Oh my god, I'm gonna put your name. Is it Coliseo or Coliseo? Coliseo Houston. Okay. So recently, um, you know, got got in touch with, with with one of the bookers, and I was like, hey, you know, I would definitely, um, and I and I say that actually, uh, my friend Alexander Frey actually like like put you know put it out there for me. Um, I just got done with my match, and uh, he was like, hey, this is one of the bookers for you know Coliseo Houston. You know, they run every Sunday. You know, bam, go. And I was like. Cool. I was like, yes. I was like, I'm excited. I was like, um, so I messaged him. It's like, hey, you know, when's the next show? Obviously, it's Sunday. Um, yeah. And he was just like, uh, you know, who do you want to work? And I immediately was like, uh, I was like, Anders, or I want to work work uh, uh, either Anders, Kane. Um, oh my god, my mind is going blank. Uh, Anders, Kane. Uh, Rob, Rob Boris, right? Or um, oh my God, where my mind is? I just saw him. Like, oh my God, Mikey, what are you doing right now, man? I don't know. I haven't like I haven't even smoked in like months. So I'm just like, and I <laughs> and, and like I love this man. I'm just like, why can I not think of his name? Oh, Rambo. There we go. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just like, why can I think of his name? I was like, I just saw him not too, like a few days ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was like, either of those four guys, I would love to have a one-on-one match or whatever you need to do, fade for it, whatever it needs to happen. I was like, but I need to work one of them. And I, and I put emphasis, you know, on Anders, you, of course, because I was like, we are older. We owe ourselves a rematch from what, uh, at this point, years ago, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, years ago. You were my first match outside of my home promotion, bro. Wow. Look yeah. at that. That's, yeah, man. What, where, what was, that was at USWX, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't have to talk style. about it, bro. <laughs> okay, we won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. Yeah. We'll let it go. But hey, we met there. We we hit it off. Good people. Good yeah. connections, and it was a good yeah. time. Yeah. It, um. It definitely brings some interesting uh, bedfellows for sure. Uh, yeah. So and sometimes for the best. I'm just like, wow, well, never would have met this guy. Um. But. Yeah, definitely, you know, I definitely put it out there. I was like, hey, I definitely want to work at Anders for sure. One-on-one match. I was like, I have to, like, we have to, like, I feel like we need to test each other. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Uh, things things are different, man, because that was a different human being that you wrestled. Yeah. Years ago. Sure. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not that man. Uh, well, speaking of, so, speaking of that, um, so, when did you first, like, get into wrestling as far as, like, like legit, like hey, I need to figure out like where to go for training. I need to figure this out. Like, like when did all this like transpire? So it, it happened around. So I found wrestling when I was seven, but mm-hmm. me wanting to be a pro wrestler happened around. I must have been like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I must have been like thirteen when I realized like, oh, you can train, mm-hmm. and you can go and do that. Um. And then whenever I found out it, it had to have been 13, mm-hmm. uh, I just tried to find a way to do it. And I was too young at the time, so I didn't really have an opportunity. Right. But when I was 15, uh, I got my first opportunity to be in a ring and to kind of train. Uh, so 
funny story. My my dad's uh, ex-wife, her son used to be best friends with Barrett Brown. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. And when I was, when I was 15, she knew that I wanted to be a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow Barrett found out. Barrett had a ring in his backyard. He was like, hey, bring this kid out. I'll, I'll take him through some basics and see what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he was basically like my first trainer when I was uh, 15. And wow. um, it was a mess. It, what we did was fun, but it was just the whole situation was a mess. I couldn't train uh-huh. there. I only got to go to like two different training sessions. So mm-hmm. that um, that was a bummer. But, yeah, I would say around 15 is really when I applied myself and tried to get in to pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Nice. So when did uh, so when did you uh, I guess become part of like League of Lions? When did when did that relationship start? So when I was seventeen, I was really out of shape. I was about three hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and I heard about League of Lions and Marshall. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, I've got a car now. I can uh, go check this out." So I went. I checked it out. Uh, did a tryout workout with them for free, and got blown up. Uh, hated it Mm -hmm. and i was like this can't be it this can't be Mm -hmm. pro wrestling i can't hate this right and uh i took a little bit of time off and then i eventually signed up and i trained for about two months when i was 17 and i hated it Mm -hmm. like i I wasn't in shape and i couldn't hang with chris and the guys that were training at the time Mm -hmm. and and they didn't have time for it rightfully so they were like we're not going to sit here and waste our time like trying to to work on you and we got other things we got to do, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And so I got in shape mm-hmm. and I made it my mission that when I graduated high school, I would get in shape and I would mm-hmm. get prepared to be a pro wrestler. So I did, I lost about 60 pounds. I was about 240 at the time. And, uh, I was 19 mm-hmm. and I said, you know what? I think I can do this. So I went back, met up with Chris, everything went great. And I got back into it and I could handle it. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where old Nick Anders came to be. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> so not, you know, now that you, you know, you've lost the weight, got in shape. Now we're, you know, you're Nick Anders and stuff. Um, where, where did you, at that, at that point in time, where were you wanting to go? as far as like wrestling at that time um i didn't you know mm. i it's weird man and it it plays back into mental illness mental health anxiety um i was a scared little boy nick anders was a scared little boy mm. and um at that time what i thought i needed to do was just train as much as possible like I had mm-hmm. no goals. I had no desire to want to wrestle on any other show outside of my home promotion. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I needed to train, 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 train and get as good as humanly possible. That way nobody could tell me that I sucked. And then I could hide all my flaws and uh, I'd never get critiqued. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, wrestling on shows is where it's at, man. And yeah if you hold yourself back from doing that, you're holding yourself back from, from the lifeblood, like what pro wrestling is all about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
So I trained at League Alliance, had my debut match, worked a few matches, uh, worked worked their regular show. Mm-hmm. And uh, around November of 2019, I decided to step up my game, uh, continue to train, and I, and I moved on to the dojo in Denton, where okay. Ember Moon was running a school at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I moved on to that school. I was in the first class, their only class, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned a lot there. She she put me to the fucking fire, dude. And, and there, all the shit she was trying to show me and help me with, with promos, with character, with getting over my stage fright, mm-hmm. I internalized it negatively. And all the mistakes I was making, all the fuck-ups, it made me think that, I couldn't do this, that I wasn't capable. Right. And then that's where the spiral happened. That's where the trigger in my head started to come to fruition. And like, that's what planted the seeds for me quitting wrestling. Mm-hmm. And uh, once COVID hit, I was like, okay, cool. I don't have to go there anymore. Right. And that was my out. That was my way of quitting that school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Came back home, came back to East Texas and worked, um, figured out this whole COVID thing, kept wrestling at League of Lines. And then, man, like I just let life get the best of me. I let, I let the notion that I wasn't good enough and I let the notion that you need to have money to be successful get the mm-hmm. better of me. Yeah. And during COVID, <clears throat> Uh, I just started comparing myself a lot to other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, around mid-2021 is when I was just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I got to make money. I got to focus on a career. Um, I suck at this anyways, so who cares? So I left. Mm-hmm. And like I said, during, the, during those nine months, I was like a rat in a cage. And I was overcoming my anxieties. I was getting better. I was getting more confident. So I don't know. It, it, I just rambled. But yeah, you know, like rest. No, you're good. You're good, man. You're good. You're, I, I, one, I appreciate you like opening up about that. A lot of a lot of people, let alone guys, you know, they're just very like, oh, you know, we can't talk about our emotions. Like, what are emotions? Blah, blah, blah. What's anxiety? I'm supposed well, to be a man. I'm supposed to be strong. Bro, like, bro, be the change you want to see in the world. Exactly. There, there are so many professional wrestlers that turned a blind eye to anxiety. And fuck, mm-hmm. bro, it's real. And there's ways that you can work on it and be better. Yeah, and it's, it's not in tearing someone down. And it's not in telling someone that they suck. It's productive positive criticism and helping them to find a way to mend that anxiety you don't tell somebody to get over it if if that's your only way of thinking is to just get over it then don't say anything just shut your fucking mouth you know yeah don't don't be toxic you know what i'm saying yeah yeah but that's the thing just be the change you want to see in the world you know exactly dude exactly um yeah you know anxiety self-doubt um you know, especially when you're when you're first, uh, you know, starting out, or you know, you want to be a wrestler. Just and honestly, I mean, with anything, I mean, anything that you, you know, uh, you know, really have a passion about, or like, hey, I, I want to be an actor. I want to be, you know, this whatever goal you have in life that you want to achieve. 
you know, it, it's not supposed to be fucking easy because it was so fucking easy. Everybody would be fucking rich right now or, or exactly. doing whatever the fuck they want to do. I'm super happy. But, you know, it's you, something that takes work and that really, you know, challenges you is so worth it in the end. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, three, four or five years from now, you know, when we're, you know, hopefully, you know, I, at least for you, I see, you know, future AEW star or, you know, maybe Ring of Honor, whatever. Um, yeah. You know, like, that you know, at that point, you'd be like, "Damn!" Like all the fucking, you know, bullshit I had to go through. All the times I doubted myself. All the times you know, people told me I suck. Um, you know, all the fucking times I quit and had to come back. You know, this is what it was fucking worth. It was worth. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that's worth anything, in life you have to go through some shit in order to obtain it. I feel like, bro, it, it, it's incredible. Like the journey of pro wrestling me taking that step back for those nine months helped me to realize how much I sacrificed. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that, it helped me to realize how much I loved pro wrestling because, you know, as I was going through the process of all those sacrifices, I wasn't thinking, Oh, I'm making a sacrifice right now. This really sucks. I was thinking, I love pro wrestling. I'm going to do this no matter what. Mm -hmm. So when I looked back, I was like, I cannot believe that I left the the only thing that I've ever loved outside of family because like the struggle the pain all that shit that you're going to go through on the journey is fucking worth it man Get it. and it, it means something and Leighton Anders is the culmination of a man figuring it out and yeah. never fucking taking that shit for granted again Leighton Anders is a fighter and, and he, he's never gonna he's never gonna hold back Exactly, dude. And you know what? Here, here, my GBF with Mike Sparkles, we fucking are behind and we support and we love the new and improved, you know, Lady Danders. Like, I'm excited. I'm shit's different. You know, like, look, look, just like, just like the fucking, um, oh God, I think it's like the new little, like, phrase for like the new WWE game. Like, it hits different. I'm like, this year, like, you know, I feel like, I feel like things are hitting different. Like, in a good way. You know, like, dude, that should be like on your shirt or something. But like, Lane Anders, you know, the fighter, he hits different. Or like, you know, something that, something along that line. I don't know. I feel like that'd be cool. Um, all right. Let's see. I'm trying to think of any other questions. Normally I have these written down, but I'm just so terrible at this. Um, hmm. Let me think. So as of right now, you know, just, just you know, wrestlers are, who are, you know, I guess in your physical grasp that you can actually physically get to, who who do you want to wrestle right now? That's a really good question, man, because I, I struggle with that. Yeah? I struggle with that question. Um, Chris Carter, for one. Okay. Um, I, I think his – athleticism and speed with my athleticism and power mm-hmm. uh, would be a beautiful match. Um, I'm trying to think of some good matchups. Um, man. Uh, Dante Leone, loco champion. Okay, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that guy is unbelievable, and I think his style matched with my intensity would make for beauty. Um and then some brawlers, Matlock. Matlock is always at the top of my list, man. I think for what it's worth, he's an incredible wrestler. And I think sky's the limit for that man. 
Um, but we have genuine beef that I think would be beautiful in the ring. I think me and him could throw haymakers at each other and it would just be a fucking fight. So, I mean, that, at the top of that list, yeah, Matlock. Matlock, okay. Respect. Yeah, that dude's, that, I mean, ever since I've known that dude, that dude's been putting in work, bro. He like, works his ass off, man. Like, he literally was at a promotion, like, this past weekend I was at, and then he literally, like, he was the first match, and he's like, oh, I gotta go. I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, everything okay? He's like, yeah, I just have another booking. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, sir, yes, yes. And if, I love if he it. ever listens to this, Matt, like, all the respect in the world to you, brother. All the respect in the world to you, man. You you deserve all the success. He is definitely uh, definitely one of my favorite people for sure. One hundred percent. Love his work his work ethic. Um, let's see. Any promotions that you kind of, that you that you kind of like that you kind of want to work or you know or kind of you know promotions that you're like ooh I want to I wonder if I can like hang with these guys. Uh, I want to keep working my way up the ladder at Loco, man. Um, okay. I know they're not necessarily like a a mainstay promotion. Their their shows are split up pretty far because I know mm-hmm. their next show is like in April, I believe. Um, but I would love to keep working there, man. I think uh, whatever it is about that crowd, about that environment, mm-hmm. it, it lights a fire in me that just makes me want to fucking bleed and die for this, man. Uh, it's 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 loco for a reason. Like th- there's an energy there that makes you want to go fucking crazy, and um, for sure, yeah. I- I'd love uh, to keep working my way up there, man. Um, and then there's also the DFW scene. Anything mm-hmm. in DFW right now because I haven't really hit that market. So yeah, that's kind of um, that's kind of where I kind of want to go to. Like I've been, you know, so you know, so far I've gotten the Houston scene a little bit. Uh, def- and there's still like you know four or five different promotions I still want to work. You know, in Houston, I definitely want to hit hit up Loco. Um, I'm excited to hit up, uh, you know, College of Houston. I'm just excited to, you know, because especially because it's kind of more so like lucha wrestling, and I really want to like see if I can keep up with those guys. Because oh my god, I'm like the shit they be doing. I'm like whoa, whoa, bitch! I'm already out of breath. I'm out of breath just watching you. Let's slow it down. What? Hold on, hold on. Let's let's figure this out. Um, Dude, you in a ring with luchadors is is gonna be fire. It's gonna be oh, dude! Like, I feel like I feel like it's gonna be a fucking show, you know. But uh, I'm, it's definitely gonna test me for sure. Um, and speaking of tests, like, I recently, you know, and by some some miracle, the last minute, and I wasn't even gonna go to Houston this past weekend. Um, but like I said, two things: my best friend was having his last match, so he says, um, and I really wanted to be there. But also, at the very last minute, I get, you know, a message from a booker that's like, hey, we had a last minute cancellation. Are you free? And I was like, hmm, this, and I told myself, I'm not going to ignore chance encounters. I'm not going to ignore any opportunities, no matter what I have to do to get there. You know, if it's in, if it's in reason, I was like, you know, I was going to take it. Uh, Mikey, you want to know something funny? Tell me. I, I was gonna take that booking. <laughs> were you really I was fucking injured, bro? So you were so you were gonna take the to to go against uh, Alex Arsenal. So I wasn't hit up by the promoter. I was okay. hit up by Chris Carter. So your okay. situation is different because you you were the promoter directly wanted you, right. uh, but Chris Carter was like, "Hey man, I, I want to give you an opportunity to work," 
And I was like, look, bro, I, I just freaking, I have a hole in my head right now. I probably shouldn't wrestle tonight. Right. But I, I, I probably should, you know, be a normal person, just relax. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, l- well, first off, let me thank you and Chris Carter for both being injured. Because um, <laughs> I fucking took that booking and I fucking ran, bitch. I fucking ran. I well, was you're fucking nervous. You're, you're a star, Mikey. Look, from, from your lips to God's ears, man, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I, again, here comes that self-doubt, and I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. But this is the most action I've gotten in a while. And when I say action, I mean, all of February, I am I'm booked except for one weekend. Um, and, it, and, you know, I haven't, like I said, other than, you know, working USWX back in the day, because that was every fucking weekend. You know, me and, me and Tyler were out there every weekend putting on shows, doing what we got to do. Right. But... As far as like people actually, you know, like like reaching out to me like, hey, Sparkles, we want to book. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you want to book me? Um, but I, I said it to say this. This past weekend, I had my ultimate test. So far, I got to wrestle Alex Arsenal, who's a great up and coming. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say even up and coming, but like just a just he's fucking fantastic. Dude Definitely, looks like a badass. Dude, first of all, super nice guy. Like, I was nervous as shit working him because I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, because uh, I didn't know who he was at first. And then my, my friend, my, uh, Ty was like, hey, you know, here's some video. And then I'm just like, oh, God. I was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to be out of breath. Like, the third, like, I, I can't do this. So I was like, no, I can't do this. And I was just like, you know what, Mikey? No, we're fucking doing this. We're just going to, like, you know, we just have to, we're going to do this. We're, we're going to, like, we're we have to do this. This is our this is our chance to prove that we belong here. It's our chance to prove that all that training didn't go to waste. Like all the weight you lost, like bitch, we are fucking doing this. So fuck yeah, fucking. I meet you know I meet uh, Alex and, and and like it's it's great, great chemistry. Um, you know, have my match and you know I come back from it, and this guy that like I definitely you know have a lot of respect for. He comes back, you know, gives me a beer. And it's like, Mikey, that was the best match I've seen you have so far. And I'm just like, you know, of course, like, uh, you know, in the background, you know, I feel a little tear. I feel, you know, the tears are coming. It's burning. I'm just like, I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. And he's just like, no, he's like, and I'm be real with you. I didn't know if you're going to keep up with him. He's like, and, and I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. And I was like, well, no, I was like, I'm not taking it that way. I know where I know where my I know where my level is. I know where my skill set is. No disrespect at all. And he was just like, Mikey, when I tell you, I was nervous for you. He's like, but when I tell you, you fucking killed it. Like, I was so proud of you. And, like, I want to book you. I was like, what? I was like, you never want to book me. You know, so I was just like, you know, my head's like getting all big. I'm excited. I fucking, I'm in the bathroom, right? And I'm just like, like, I literally jump in the air and touch my, like, you know, my heels click together. I'm just like, yes! Yes! Fuck yes! And like I come out the bathroom, there's this little kid there. He was like, "Hi, Mr. Sparkles." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Hello, little child." I was like, <laughs> "I don't know, dude." Uh, but anyway, I, I say all that to say, like I was just, I was proud of myself, dude. And that you should be, like, you and I. It seems like we both had like the biggest weekends of our lives as far as pro wrestling goes, because yeah, dude, yeah. Well, I, dude, when I saw that picture of you. Like, all banged up and shit. I was like, what the fuck? And then I saw that you were at Loco, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. 
dude, yeah. And, and I want to give some shout-outs out, too, because, like, Friday, obviously, biggest mm-hmm. wrestling night of my entire life up to that point. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, after that injury, I was devastated when I went mm-hmm. to the back. Because in my head, I was like, I just fucking blew the biggest opportunity I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And guys like Ninja Mac, like Akira, Mm-hmm. coming up to me to console me and like make me feel better about that situation and just be like hey man there's always another day oh yeah and and guys reminding me they're like hey bro you wrestled on loco this is what it's about like you <laughs> you're gonna be fine this is gonna get you over it, yeah, it, it was nice man and there's a silver lining in everything like mm-hmm. you know I, i've kind of thought like maybe it was a good thing that i got injured because now people remember me because when I went back for Coliseo on mm. Sunday, I was I was getting up onto the ropes to do my little pose, mm. and people in the audience were like, "Your head, your head," <laughs> and I was like, "I'm good, I'm good." And the crowd, the crowd was hyped. They were fucking hyped because they remembered me. Dude, that's awesome. You know, I'm just uh, I don't know. I just I don't know if I just say it enough. I'm just I'm proud of both of us, man. I'm happy for Bro, both of us. Like we're making a push. Twenty. We are twenty two. Is a is a year where things change, where Leighton yeah, Anders takes over Houston and Mikey Sparkles takes over the world. Look, look, bro, look. At this point, I feel like we're both gonna be taking over the world pretty soon. All right, bro. Um, okay, let's make it happen. <laughs> uh, but man, yeah, I just you know, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm loving I'm loving the new Anders. I'm loving you know Leighton. Like he just he, he's just you know exuding you know, rawness and power and like, you know, I would, I would even sell, you know, just, just like a, you know, like a self-love, but like, like a self-love that like he's turned into this power of domination, you know, like it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. He's undeniable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, do you have any other future bookings as of now that you want to promote? Yeah. So, I mean, Coliseo, probably going to book me uh, until I say no. <laughs> so, every Sunday, you can see me at Coliseo Houston at the Premier Arena. Um, this Saturday, I've got something cooking. I don't Ooh. know what it is yet, but I'm booked. That's all okay. that I know. And I'm going to be wrestling cool. in Houston. Hey, so, there you go. So, I'm booked in Houston for something. Mm. Um and yeah, uh, League of Lines, every third Saturday of the month, you can see me. Uh, I'll be in the main event at the next show doing work. Ooh, nice. um, so come see me there. But other than that, yeah, um, Houston Takeover, baby. It's about to happen. So now the League of Lines show, that's going to be, what What day is that on? February the 19th? Uh, th- that is a good question. Um, Pretty, hold on, let me check my calendar. I don't know if I can leave the screen. Can you leave your screen and check the calendar? Yes, I will. Let's see. Third Saturday, third Saturday. Yes, the 19th. Actually, I I do believe I am booked on that same show on the 19th. Yeah, yeah, um, you're booked on that show from what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, from what I've heard. Like I said, I don't I haven't got like confirmation from Preston just yet, but but uh um oh god, who reached out to me? Uh Shepherd, Shepherd reached out to me. Oh and uh Asked if I was one was okay being, um, I guess like the internet exclusive match. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. That, yeah. That's so, dope, man. Yeah, that yeah, like I said, that's that's what I've heard. I 
like I said, cannot confirm or deny just yet, but I'm pretty sure the 19th I, I will be there at League of Lions in Marshall, Texas. Um, and let's see. Um, also, those of y'all who are listening, um, I am booked. Um, oh gosh, let's see. February 4th through the 6th, I am booked in Indiana, like the state of Indiana. Yes, bitch. Um, wow, dude, congrats. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm I'm super excited, super nervous. Um, I don't know the name of the promotion, but I do believe this is kind of like a like a a trial and error kind of thing. They're trying to see if wrestling is going to work in this particular area. I believe mm-hmm. we're wrestling at some sort of maybe fair or excuse me, some sort of festival of some sorts. Um, pretty sure that's what's happening there. And then, of course, we go back to February 19th. Both me and uh, Leighton Anders will be booked at League of Lions in Marshall, Texas. Please come out and support. Um, and then February 26th, I will be at AWR in St. Marcus, Texas. I'll be making my debut there. And then, just got this one, um, March 12th. I am booked again with AWR as of now. Woo! Okay. Wow. That's the most bookings I've had in like like back to back. It's crazy. I don't even know what to do. Dude, we're taking over. Dude, we are. Um, and hopefully at some point, even if I have to book it um through my own promotion, Fearless, uh, you and I will have a match. Like I'm just just letting you know. Like it's bro, it's gonna happen. Bro, make it happen. <laughs> let's freaking let we can we can start off your first fearless show. Open up that bitch with you and me. Bro, let's do it. Let's do it. Um and so so you know, we're gonna we're gonna bring some in. But speaking of fearless guys, um any wrestlers or whatever, whoever listens to this podcast, um I am officially taking ownership. I'm probably gonna make an announcement maybe next few weeks or so. Um Mikey Sparkles has officially taken ownership of Fearless Pro Wrestling. Um, we have not had a show since, I believe, August of last year. No, maybe October. No, August or September. I can't remember. Um, but <clears throat> I'm officially taking over as promoter, booker. I will probably still wrestle. Um, maybe. I don't know. Um, but um, I don't know when the next show will be. Um, you know, shows take time and money. But... Um, things will change. Things will definitely change. Um, we're going to be bringing in a new title. Ooh. We're going to be bringing in some new tag team titles. Uh, our current champions, I believe, are the new guard right now. Um, but, you know, we're bringing in this new year. Uh, we're going to redo the championships. We're going to give them some brand new championships. Um, and I'm excited. So just know, the next Fearless Show... Every single championship will be defended, and including our brand new championship. Um, I'm gonna wait to reveal the name of that one, but yes, all championships will be defended. That includes our brand new championship that has yet to be given a name. Um, our women's title will be defended. Uh, our current women's champion right now is the Insidious One. Um, she is amazing. We love her. Um, our uh, tag team champions will be defended, uh, which is the new guard. 
So, boys, I already have, like, a few opponents. I have decided for you guys. Um, and then our Rising Phoenix Championship, who is currently held by Jason Knight, uh, that also will be defended. Um, and then, of course, our World Heavyweight Champion, uh, Izzy James. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited. group of people, man. Yeah, dude, they're 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 amazing. They're top notch, dude. They're they're all talented. They're all worthy of uh, holding our championships, um, you know. But you know, the next fearless show, I know we haven't done fearless in a while, and you know, I want to thank these guys for their patience, still representing our titles. Um, but yeah, yeah, fearless is we'll be making a comeback hopefully soon. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, but like, anything else you wanna? Put out in the world anything else you want to say before we end this man again this is the year where things change and i want to make it clear to promoters bookers anywhere in texas anywhere outside of texas i'm a traveling fighter i want to compete i'll do everything i can to win and this is my time i'm not holding back anymore i will fucking go out on my sword. So take that as you will. Wow. But that is my proclamation today. So that's Dude, what I got for you, man. I fucking love it. Uh, whew. Yeah, powerful words, man. All right, guys. Well, this has been the first episode of the year for my my GBF with Mike Sparkles. Again, my guest was Mr. Layton Anders. Um Thanks, sir. You can reach out to him on Instagram, I believe. Is, is it just Layton Anders on Instagram? Oh, yeah. So uh, my Instagram handle is at BioBoostedAnders. Um, that's a take on the Guyver anime. No, um, nice. BioBoostedAnders. And then you can find me on Facebook at Layton Anders or Twitter at the Layton Anders. So. Got you, got you. Well, guys, please reach out to him um, if you guys are interested in booking him. If you're a wrestler and you want to uh, put yourself to the challenge and and see if you got what it takes to take on the fighter, Leighton Anders. Um, also, do you, uh, you have a merch uh, on on a uh, wrestling tees, I believe. I do, I do. Uh, pro wrestling tees, Leighton Anders, uh, yes. and. Every social media platform that I have, you'll find a link in my bio. So pretty easy to find. It's just one T-shirt, keeping it simple. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Nice. Well, guys, like I said, reach out to Leighton Anders uh, for booking inquiries. Uh, you know, great guy to have. Definitely, definitely going to bring some impact to your card. For <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, also, Mikey Sparkles is also available for bookings as well. Um you can reach out to me on Instagram uh, at um, Mikey Sparkles oh God, eight eight five one I believe is the thing. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, and then you can reach out to me on Twitter at Mikey Sparkles. And then of course you can find me on Facebook um, at Mikey Fucking Sparkles. There you go. Um, but yeah, uh, we're both available for bookings. Reach out to us. Um, I do have some merch available. Um, just be patient. I know everybody's been asking for the fans. Look, y'all. I know. They're coming. I promise. <laughs> they just are very expensive. Okay? They're very expensive. And it just, it's it's so much. And I don't, I'm trying to get a fair price together. So I don't have to charge you guys normally, but also, like, fans are really expensive. Uh, but anyway, but this has been 
another episode of Magic Up with Mike Sparkles. Again, my guest is Mr. Lane Anders. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and good night. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks. All right, man. Bye.